Good morning, everybody. Good to see you guys today. Welcome to our online church family. So good to gather together. Uh, and I guess you've noticed we've already started Christmas decorations because it's 2020. Who cares? We just, we do, we do what we want to do because this is a crazy year. And uh, here we are, our nation has had a crazy week, and I don't know that the, that week is over. I don't know that anything is over yet, uh, but uh, I want to keep talking for a few moments today about living your highest life, living your highest life. Uh, you know, there, there is a higher life uh, than a lot of people uh, allow themselves to enter into. And you and I are given this amazing capacity by God uh, to rise above the chaos, to rise above the noise, and live a higher life. And that's what I want to talk about today. So the passage that we're uh, looking at that has so many great concepts in it is Colossians chapter 3. And starting in verse 1, it says, Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth, for you have died and your life is hidden. Everybody say hidden. Hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. So we've taken a few weeks and just talked about some of the ideas that are in here. First, we talked about the idea that God has raised me to a new level in life. Whatever your previous level was and whatever your, your level is, God wants to raise the level of your life. And the second idea is so important is to re remember that I'm not trying to raise myself. I've already been raised. It, it, it's a gift. And, and to know who you are in Christ and what he's given you is amazing. We started talking about this idea. I just keep seeking above things. How uh, I many of you know you can get depressed seeking lower things? Too much time on social media, too much time in front of the news, too much stuff going on, and uh, we, can, we, can, we can choose to seek above things. And then we talked a little bit about have an above mindset, uh, and there are a lot, there are paradigms. What I have found interesting about like this, this election that is, is in happening um, is how some people have an idea that they think is absolutely the right idea, and then a whole nother group has uh, an, a mindset, an idea that they think is exactly the right idea. And both of them are, uh, are, are so convinced that their way is the right way. And uh, I hope all of us have the capacity to pull back enough to go, you know, I just know what I know, <laughs> and I don't know everything, and I have a mindset, but the Bible is calling us to, to choose an above mindset. And then last week, uh, Jeremiah just rocked the house talking about the spirit of boldness. Uh, takes you into your highest life, and today... 
I want to I talk about uh, a, a big idea. Your highest life is found in hidden places. Your highest life is found in hidden places. So Colossians 3 verse 3 says, For you have died and your life, your, your zoe is the, is the Greek word, your God kind of life, not just your bios life, your existence life, but your zoe life is hidden. Everybody say hidden. Hidden with Christ in God. The old you is dead, and somebody's alarm is going off. Thank you very much. I'm still going to preach, no matter if your alarm's going off or not. The old you is dead. The new you is found hidden with Christ in God. Your abundant life, your zoe life, your overcoming life, your highest life is found hidden with Christ in God. You don't find life in the open places. You find life in the hidden places and then exhibit the life you found in the hidden place into the open place. I remember several years ago, Suzette and I were out somewhere doing something, and we were at a hotel, and I had gotten up early and uh, just at the time was running on the treadmill. And here I am, I'm up early at 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm on the treadmill, there's nobody in the room but me. And I just, just this one time, I just had this thought, no one, no one sees me running on this treadmill, but you see the result of getting up at six o'clock and running on the treadmill. No, nobody sees whether you are reading your Bible, but people see the result. Nobody sees if you having that prayer time, walking around the house worshiping God, but people see the result of it or not. The seeds we sow in private bear their fruit in public. Somebody's going, oh no. What you eat in private shows up in public. Come on. Don't be mad at me. I'm just telling you the truth. We're all, we all believe me. We're all fighting that battle. Your highest life is found in hidden places. A couple verses, uh, which all could be taught on, but I'm going to just walk through them without much commentary, if that's possible. Matthew 6, 6, but you, when you pray, go into your inner room, and when you've shut your door, pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you, and many translations have, will repay you in the open. Isaiah 45.3 says, I will give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden wealth of secret places. 
in order that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. Isaiah 48, 6 says, you have heard, look at this, look at all this, and you, will you not declare it? I proclaim to you new things from this time, even hidden things which you have not known. Daniel 2.20, which is a passage I've been uh, leaning on in the past (laughs) whole COVID season, Daniel answered and said, let the name of God be blessed forever and ever, for wisdom and power belong to him. It is he who changes the times and the epochs. He removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to wise men and knowledge to men of understanding. It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. Somebody say hidden things. He knows what's in the darkness and the light dwells with him. You know, this passage is telling us that no matter who is president, God is still on the throne. And we've had presidents that I liked and agreed with, and we've had presidents that I haven't liked and agreed with, but no matter what, God still sits on his throne. And the king of all kings continues to rule within the government of the kingdom of God. And and I love this idea that the Bible says God reveals profound things. He reveals hidden things. In other words, revelation knowledge is something that your spirit gets. A lot of times our mind, we're trying to figure things out, but sometimes your spirit knows things that your mind can't catch up with yet. And you learn how to live out of your spirit. God reveals to your spirit things that may not even make sense to your mind in the moment. Your mind's trying to figure it out, but but God is revealing to you hidden and profound things. It's greater than sense knowledge for sure. But anyway, here's the verse I want to actually teach on today. Revelation 2, verse 17. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, to him I will give some of the hidden manna. I'll give him a white stone and a new name written on the stone, which no one knows but he who receives it. I like that verse. The Bible's talking about the, the spirit of an overcomer. 1 John 5 says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. So, the nature of God within any person who has embraced Jesus Christ as their Lord, whose life is hidden with Christ in God, the nature of God in you is the nature of an overcomer. It doesn't mean it's an automatic thing, but it means that God is in you to help you to be an overcomer. Whatever you're facing right now, you can be an overcomer. Whether you're facing financial problems, work problems, family problems, whatever, political problems, whatever you're facing right now, you can be an overcomer. Amen. You don't have to be overcome. And it costs something. 
to overcome. But I think it costs more to be overcome. So Revelation 2.17 says that we are given a, a white stone, which is a fresh start. Anybody ever felt like they needed a fresh start? And, and then that we are given a new name, uh, a fresh self-identity, an identity of who we are in Christ, our name, who we really are, and that we are given hidden manna, a, a fresh source for living your highest life. So, so amen. I'm just laying the foundation, but thank you for clapping. Uh, Exodus 16, this is, this is so let's, let's just get the idea of manna uh, right in our head. Exodus 16, verse 13. It came about at evening that the quails came up, covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew evaporated, behold, on the surface, this is Israel wandering in the wilderness, when the layer of dew evaporated, behold, on the surface of the wilderness, there was a fine flake-like thing. <laughs> Anybody ever known a flake-like thing? Fine as the frost on the ground. And when the sons of Israel saw it, they said to one another, what is it? What is this? For they did not know what it was, and Moses said to them, It is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. The word manna literally means, What is this? What is this stuff that we're supposed to be eating? It, it, it's the bread that God supplied for the journey. So I want to talk about some characteristics of that would define hidden manna uh, that would help us all to eat the bread God supplies as we journey through some crazy times in life. Number one is manna is daily bread. It was their daily bread, as in Jesus saying, teaching us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. God has designed our walk with him to be a current, fresh, daily, not like legalistic, check off the box kind of daily, but up-to-date, daily walk. You never get enough of God in one day to carry you through the next week or the next month. We never get enough of God that we don't need a fresh, new bite of manna tomorrow. And conversely, we cannot live off of yesterday's experience with God or yesterday's word from God or yesterday's insight. The Bible says when, when Israel kept their manna 
for more than a day, it turned to worms. I'm not a worm fan, are you? I mean, I'm wondering how often people have seen their relationship with God turn to worms because they were living off of yesterday's experience, yesterday's word. It, one of the things that concerns me about this COVID season and what it's done to people actually staying connected to church is that there literally are some people that for months have not been fed the word in a live, living, Zoe, highest life fashion. And just to hold on to an experience that happened last year or five years ago or 10 years ago, it's not gonna make it. I think all of us, I think in some way we would love to know God's plan for our future, like the total plan. Could you just lay it out? But the truth is, you can't handle the truth of that. The mind of man plans his way, the Bible says, but the Lord directs his steps. You can't gain enough strength from a single experience that can carry you through the rest of your life. I know when I was in youth ministry and our kids in youth ministry here, they'll go away to a camp or a conference or, you know, they'll have this, this high, water, high water mark with God. And then every time we come back, it's, let's hold on to that. You can't hold on to that. It's a good thing and it's, and it's good to get filled up because we all leak. Hello? But the truth is, you, I've never seen a kid or an adult have an experience with God that was enough to carry them through the rest of their life. Through, you can't live off of a one altar call experience. It's daily bread. You got to keep it fresh. You got to keep it current. You got to keep it alive. You got to keep it now. I, you know what? I would love for us, I would love to have enough resources just to kick back and go, don't need to depend on God anymore. But have you discovered that God has a way of keeping you right on the edge? He's never going to bring us to a place where we're not going to have to be entirely dependent, seeking on him for his provision for whatever we need. The second idea that I want to talk about, the hidden manna, is manna is a preceding word from the Lord. Manna is a preceding word from the Lord. Uh, the book of Deuteronomy uh, has uh, something to say about manna. Deuteronomy 8 verse 3 says, He humbled you and let you be hungry and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you understand that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives 
by everything that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Life is found in the preceding word of the Lord. Some kind of word that is alive, that is fresh to you. Manna for us is found in the proceeding word of God. Tomorrow morning, little wafer flakes are not going to fall down from the sky and be in your front yard. Our manna is to hear a preceding word. The ticket to your highest life is to have some kind of promise, some kind of word, some kind of insight, some kind of revelation that's alive in you right now. That all that we need to live our highest life springs out of hearing the voice of the Lord. Because God has something to say to you about your kids. God has something to say to you about your business, about your finances, about your relationships. Ever get in a relationship kind of weird place? Anybody had a weird experience in a relationship? Don't act like you haven't. If you have it, you don't have any relationships. And sometimes you just got to get a word from God to navigate through that weirdness. God has a word for you concerning your direction, concerning your housing, concerning your transportation. God has something to say to us about all these things. If we would spend as much time trying to obtain the word of the Lord for all these things as we do trying to work it out, let me talk to this side of the room, all the energy we spend trying to work it out, if we could use that energy to get a word from God, Because we'd find that the word of the Lord is the right way. The word of the Lord is that my yoke is easy and my burden is light kind of way. You ever get in the middle of something and you're trying to wrestle it and all of a sudden it's like it's, it's, it's wrestling you. God always shows up in a word. God always shows up in a word. That's how he's chosen to communicate himself. Number three, hidden manna. Manna is provision in the wilderness. I want to finish this message, but I don't even know if I'm going to get past this idea. Deuteronomy 8, verse 15. He led you through the great and terrible COVID-19 
season. With its fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty ground where there was no water, he brought water for you out of the rock of Flint. In the wilderness, he fed you manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you, that he might test you to do good for you in the end. Hey, you got to remember that's always where God's headed, to do good for you in the end. I hate the wilderness. Don't you? When it, when it seems like things have all dried up, that whatever you put your hand to feels like it's turning to dust, in the wilderness, you feel alone. You feel lonely. You get this narrative going on in your head. I don't know if anybody really likes me. Like, come on. You're in the wilderness and direction is nowhere to be found. No road signs. (laughs) No road sign that said, you're now entering the wilderness. No road sign that says, two more months and we'll be done with COVID-19. Just in the frickin' wilderness. Come on. Where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? Should I wear a mask? Should I be rebellious? (laughs) I'd go if I knew where to go. But something significant happens in the desert. Come on, in the desert, in the wilderness, The hidden manna is my provision. It's, I may not know where I'm going next, but I got a word from God that's carrying my soul. I feel like some of the relationship stuff around me is kind of funky but I got a word from God that's carrying my soul. I may feel like I've made the dumbest choices, but I got a word from God that's carrying my soul. Come on. The hidden manna is your provision in the wilderness. I don't even know if that word is always like the answer, you're coming out. I think sometimes it's on another level. 
Something significant happens when you walk through the wilderness. You, you quit depending on other people. You're not independent of other people, but at some point, you got to recognize, and the wilderness helps this, other people are not my problem. If I've got a problem, here it is. But other people are not my solution either. Amen. You, you, you quit relying on your circumstances for your joy. You, you quit relying on a position for a sense of identity. Because no matter what position, what title, identity, your new name, that comes from within. Has nothing to do with what the, what the sign says on your office door. And, and can I say the wilderness will help you quit relying on yourself, right? Amen. Now, I want us to get this because it, this, is a, this is definitely a, a delicate balance. But there is a point where you have to say, you know what, I'm done with my ideas. I'm going to rely on God. God. God does lead people into wilderness experiences. He's always got for good in the end in mind. And I don't believe that he wants your whole life to be a wilderness. But the truth is, in the wilderness, you discover stuff about yourself. You discover stuff about where are you really getting your joy? Where, where are you really getting your identity? Where are you really... Who's really to be dependent on or not? And I, it's, it's in the wilderness that m many people are overcome. They start going through a tough time. They bail on church. They bail on God. They bail on their strong Christian friends and start to hang with the wrong crowd. Overcomers are given the hidden manna. The hidden manna comes to people that say, you know what? I don't know what the heck is going on, but I'm going to hang in there. I'm going to overcome. This, listen to me. Thank you for clapping, but listen to me. It's when you say, I don't know what's going on with my kid, but I'm going to hang in there. I don't know what the heck is going on with my marriage, but I'm going to hang in there. I don't know what's going on with my church, but I'm going to hang in there. I don't know what's going on, God, but I'm going to hang in there. I'm going to stay with it. I'm not going to give up. That's the overcomer is the one 
who gets the hidden manna. I hope you can hear what I'm saying. And how do you know if you're in the wilderness? Many times you don't. But I could tell I could tell you what works. You have a determination. I am going to keep walking with God no matter what is going on. Amen. I'm I'm going to stay committed to the house that God planted me in no matter what. I'm going to stick with I'm going to stick with my spouse Come on, somebody say amen. I'm going to stick with my kids. I'm going to stick with my friends. I'm going I'm to make it. I'm going to make it. Somebody say, I'm going to make it. Amen. I want to pray. Would you bow your heads, please? Father, thank you for hidden manna, a preceding word that carries our soul through the wilderness. I am praying for every person that's in this room, Lord, that you will reveal your goodness, your kindness, your love, your commitment, no matter what their set of circumstances are. With every head bowed, every eye closed, I want to take a minute. Maybe you've never actually surrendered your life to Jesus I would love to pray together with you and let's start that journey maybe you're here today or you're watching online and you can be honest and go you know what I'm, I'm not where I used to be in my walk with the Lord I'm not where I want to be I'm not where I could be where I should be and I'm ready to I'm ready to get back on board in my relationship with Jesus or maybe you just feel unsure about where you stand with God, but I, I just want to pray with you today. Nobody's looking around. This is an important moment for you to recognize where you are so that you can move to where you want to go. If you're, if you're here to say, yes, pastor, I want to receive Jesus as Lord. Yes, I want to come back. Or yes, I want to be sure. I, I need this. Would you pray with me? I want you to lift your hand real high right now and say, that's me. God bless you. Come on, no shame in this. God bless you. Just right where you are, just honest before God. God bless you. Thanks, ma'am. Come on, anybody else? Anybody else? Hey, listen, this is, this is the, this, there's no safer place than the house of God to open, to be honest and open your heart. Anybody else? Thank you, Father. Hey, let's pray this prayer together. This is for everybody who lifted their hand. Everybody say, Lord Jesus, I open my life. I open my world to you, to your lordship, to your love. I need you. I want you in my life as my Lord. I know I've sinned. I come to the cross where you have paid the price for my forgiveness. Today is a fresh start and a new beginning as I surrender to Jesus. Help me become the person you created me to be. Amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord. Amen.